Miller. On this episode, uh, it was really, really awesome to be able to take a moment and sort of take a step back and really gain some knowledge about the venue and the people that make it run. Um, Mr. Weingarts has been at Elm Street Park for decades now, and it's, it was amazing to get to talk to him, even off the podcast, just about his experiences and truly how it is in such a unique place in the world. And Stalling Stadium is sort of like his own little piece of heaven. Um, and to hear how he takes care of that place um, and being the commissioner of the Softball the League World Series, we really got insight to the entire event and how uh, the all-female ground school crew played a vital role in success and the overall, again, um, achievements in the event, you know, and leading up to the championship game. Uh, and then Jake Holloway, can I just, I want to take a moment to Talk about someone who truly has just been an incredible person and someone who honestly was such a great mentor and a great person to have around the crew. Uh, Him and Chris have been friends for 25 years and you can tell when they're around each other, um, the butter and toast uh, duo. Um, But Jake was someone who just the nicest human being always was there to help when needed um uh working uh in Cary, north carolina at the uh usa complex just again his knowledge is unparalleled but to see him take a step back and to be a part of this and really just be a mentor to those who need it um and something really cool and i it, maybe i shouldn't talk about it but um Chris and Jake, uh, I honestly cannot thank you enough for what you did uh, when you bought those boots uh, for Liz and just including, again, my kids and just being such a great mentor and person and, again, making it a lifelong memory and making connections with each and every one of these females, uh, again, for life, you know, um, and being sort of that uh, catalyst of creating this family and creating this event. Um, so Jake and Chris, again, I can't thank you enough, but, uh, we had a great opportunity to talk with Jake and Brian about their experiences at the park as kids, as now groundskeepers. And just again, the overall impact of what the first all female grounds crew has had, not only on everyone, but on this event and on the softball league world series. Um, and to that, I can't thank these two enough. Um, so again, I hope you enjoy this episode of Tiger Turf Talk. All right, we're back here in a, uh, Greenville, North Carolina, prepping for uh, one of the last games in the softball the league world series. Uh, tomorrow being the last day. Uh, we are accompanied by Mr. Brian Weingarts, the commissioner of the Softball League World Series, and Mr. Jake Holloway, <laughs> the team leader for the town of Cary. Uh, and we're having a little technical difficulties. <laughs> it's Jake uh, being Jake. Jake. <laughs> Jake and Toast, right? 
That's right. Nickname's is t- Toast. Is Toast brand new or has that been around? Oh, no. No, no, no. Brand new as of this morning. <laughs> Ladies were being nice to us. Oh, lovely. How you guys doing? Obviously, it's been such an incredible event, and it's it's awesome to see, especially, I mean, it being home for you. Um, what has it been like for you, this World Series, being the second one here? Um and just how's the event gone in your perspective as the commissioner? I mean, we think it's went really well, and um, we're just blessed to have all of the people to have come to Greenville. Um, you know, the ladies here at the end, and then all the guys that were here both prior to and uh, during the first part of the World Series that have helped out. It's just been a it's been it's been a wonderful experience having them here because they're they're really good at what they do. We just get out of our own way. That's all it is. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. Uh, now we've been talking over the last couple of days about sort of the history and everything that is the Stalling Stadium here in Greenville. What has it been like for you to sort of see again over time the growth, the point to where we're at today, where again the World Series is here on an annual basis, and so many iconic people have played on this field. Yeah, I mean, you know, it starts in 1999, and Jake was here when, when it started. Um, you know, as far as us really trying to turn it into a premier venue, we were flooded here by Hurricane Floyd in 1999, and Jake and his friend Chris Ball and a whole bunch of other guys came in Halloween weekend, and it was like a whirlwind, man. Um, and they, they uh, got this place kind of squared away, and then when they left town, I remember Chris looking me in the eye and saying, look, man, he says, you guys got to start taking care of this place now. You can't do what you've been doing and just going home 15 minutes after the game. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, those guys kind of got it going. But, I mean, it's been, a, it's been here for a long time. The park's been here since 1951, and um, it's always been a special place. But, um, but it really just didn't have that quality-type playing surface to go with it, you know, that it does now. And so we have Jake and, and, and Chris and, and countless others that came that weekend to kind of show us how it was done, and we've we've done a pretty good job, you know, for the most part, keeping it keeping it going. Well, I, I'm I'm going to stop you there, and and we're we're all humble in what we do, right? That's that's seems like it's kind of a, a part of our profession. Yeah. Uh, and Brian, uh, don't sell yourself short, sir. You've you've done an unbelievable job, not only taking care of it, but um, building it. And and what's really awesome about after the the hurricane and the flood, um, it. For me, it's a testimony to relationships. Um, Butter, Chris, made a handful of calls. It wasn't many, yeah. uh, probably two or three. And uh, I personally can remember loading up the trailer, uh, and the first question was, what What do you need? So playing through that scenario and, and figuring out what and how and who was great. But um, then me, personally, uh, as much as I could get on my trailer came over uh, and it, it was two three days worth of a whirlwind but it, it that this stalling stadium has always had a, a special place in my heart um going along with that and butter uh his family and the balls uh i believe they've had somebody in the stadium for four decades uh that's that's a testament Right there's there's something, and I feel it every time I come into town. So it's a it's a pleasure to come and help for me. And that's just incredible because it's like yeah, it's like home, you know. And what has it meant, Jake? What has it meant for you to be able to come back and be able to see what's going on and help when you can? And like again, events like this, like being able to sort of come back to your roots and see well, I everything. I I I'm an emotional person, so it's difficult. Um, 
but my heart gets very full when I get here. Uh, and I got here Thursday night, and um, just getting acclimated and saying yeah. hello and whatnot. And one of the first conversations was with Brian, and uh, he said, Jake, you know what's really cool is uh, for the first time we had international play here. Yeah. And he said, listening to, to their anthems, uh, watching those young ladies belt their anthems, how proud they were to not only be here, but to be a part of, of what happens here. So it you're immersed. Uh, I think you said how comfortable or uh, when, once you get, it, once you step on site, yeah. it, it does consume you. It, it yeah. wraps its arms around you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brian, obviously there are so many things that go into an event, and it being the World Series, there is so much more, like, that goes into it, whether it's TV, all the different things coming into town. Um, what is sort of your preparation time? What are you looking for, like getting ready for the event field-wise? Just make sure the facilities, because it is one of the most incredible facilities I've ever seen. Like when we're talking about Little League field, guys, this is just beyond any Little League field you'll ever see. Um, what is it that you're working on weeks out, months out when it comes to the event? Um, you know, we, we try to keep up uh you know, different things, you know, is, is we, we, we hope that the outfield hangs in there. Um, last year it really didn't and because uh, we'd had a lot of rain and that sort of thing. So that's the big thing we have to worry about. We pre- It's pretty much a given that we're going to have to resod some of the areas around home plate, like where the coaches stand and, and that kind of thing. So um, don't worry as much about that. But um, we, uh, we we do a really good job keeping the field edged out. You know, of course, when you get to softball, it's nice because all you got to do is the sides, the back arc, and the circle. And uh, you know then you know the track and all that stuff, but um, there's a whole lot less edging for softball. And then I mean just other stuff facility-wise. I mean you know I mean just uh, paint. We, we repaint the foul poles. We repaint the entire outfield fence. Uh, uh, touch up railings and things of that nature. Um, you know stair railings, that kind of thing. So that's a lot of what goes into the the last uh, couple weeks of July from the time we quit playing on it. And so. It's just stuff like that, you know, that we try to keep up. And uh, so once August hits, we're pretty close to being ready because then Chris and his guys show up, and then they really they really make things happen, you know, once they get here. So. Well, I think Brian's got a very keen eye for attention to detail, um, and, and that's that's paramount. If you don't have that, you just have a field. Yeah. So fine, fine-tune work is, is very important, and, and Brian is very good at that. Yeah, absolutely. Again, repainting stuff, a lot of people wouldn't take the time or the the energy to do that, you know. So things like that make the event that much better, you know. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, with Chris coming in, what do they start hammering at when it comes to, like, getting the field ready? Uh, and I'm sure Jake talked some of it too. Um, you know, I mean, really about the – Last week of July, I mean, Chris really gets intense with it. I mean, he, he he's he, he comes and, and and does a lot of things. Instructs me to do a lot of things. Brings me product um, uh, to help. Um, you know, it might be fertilizer, this type of fertilizer, and, and 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 really gives me a lot of guidance of what to do. But you know, but when he gets here is is when things really start to, to pop. You know, and, 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 and things start going. And because. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you the honest to gosh truth. I mean, gosh, uh, about four or five days for the World Series, we were really struggling a little bit with getting some color to our grass, you know, in the outfield. Um, we, we had some spots that didn't look so great, you know. And uh, yeah. I don't know, Butter put a little bit of magic potion out there, and the next thing I knew, it was like the morning later, it was green, you know. And so, yeah. 
Um, yeah, that's, but he, he's such an asset to what we're trying to get accomplished around that's here. That's awesome. There's definitely tricks to the trade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've uh, learned it over the years. And, right? and going back to the, the outfield uh, during last year's tournament, and um, rain is, is difficult on this field. Um, the grade is, a, is a, an issue. Uh, getting water to move off is an issue sometimes. Mm -hmm. Soil structure, a lot of those things. But um, hopefully plans are in the works to, to make that better because that it's difficult to have a shining gem and know that there's an issue. Uh, and obviously nobody wants to put anybody on an uh, unsafe surface. Yes. Um, and I think we do a very... We all do a very good job making sure that's the case, right? The golden rule is Absolutely. I wouldn't put my child on it, so I'm not going to put your child on it. So, um, But, yeah, that, that magic pixie dust, it's amazing, isn't it? About four <laughs> or five days before the tournament, it just goes from, ah, man, I wish it had a little bit more, and then wham. So that's cool. It's thriving, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, with everything, obviously, we were talking about there's a lot of history in this place, and you've experienced so many different things from events and playing on it and whatnot. What are your guys' sort of fondest memories of this ballpark and what you've accomplished here? Before you go, because you've got so much more than I do, <laughs> uh, this is a personal thing. Um, I was invited to throw out a first pitch on that following year. Um, so past that. Everything else is gravy. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would say just just going back, I remember my my daughter got her first hit um, in Little League as a nine-year-old on this field. So, I mean, I always remember that. I was standing just down the third baseline, and she hit a little bloop over the third baseman's head that kind of spun off into the outfield. And, um, and I remember get her getting her first hit. So that was um, that's something I'll never forget, you know. And then. Um, Going back a real long time, um, back into the mid-90s, um, the first time I ever heard a crowd roar at a Little League game was when we hosted the state tournament here. And um, and the roars were continuous um, from the crowd because there was such a large crowd and it was such a partisan crowd. And how much fun you know that, that was um, uh, because I just never experienced the, uh, the roar of a crowd at a Little yeah. League game. And there was enough people here to kind of make that... Uh, type noise and it was just such a neat experience and so that, that those are a couple I, I mean I could I could sit here and talk for a week about my memories of this place but the, those are two of them that are really you know that's that stick so awesome out. it was kind of like last night the crowd that was crazy Amazing. how many people were here for sure well and I, I tell stories about uh, facilities no matter if it's 10,000 people or I don't even know what the capacity is here but it yeah. sure was close to it last night 2,500 yeah. 3,000 people but it, it, it creates a, it's almost like the building breathes uh, and it gets a pulse. And, you know, a lot of people don't get an opportunity to experience that. But, um, yeah, the music's going, the smells of the concessions, the, the uh, chants that the girls come up with, all of it ends up turning into a being of its own. And that, that's awesome. And it, almost every game that I've seen here gives a, a feel of that absolutely now the reason i'm actually here uh is because of again the historic event that you guys have put together uh with the first ever all-female grounds crew um 
What has it been like for you guys to just be around the girls, working with them, and seeing really just how incredible they are and what they do uh, at all levels, at all ages, across the board, you know? Um, you know, the enthusiasm they have for, for the event itself is is really neat. That's something that I've sort of taken note of. And um, they, they really, um, if they don't have a job to do, they find a job to do. Um, they, they, they find something to do to make things better. And I'll, I'll give you, for instance, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of effort for us to deal with bullpen sometimes in between games. And a lot of time we just give them a little cosmetic makeover, you yeah. know. And uh, the young ladies looked last night at the cosmetic makeover that I'd given the bullpens. And the next thing I knew, man, they were in there whamming away at mound clay. And, it, well, did uh, it, hurt, and, it didn't hurt your feelings, did it? No, it was just, but, it, but it was, but it was, just, but that's the kind of, that's the, that's just one example yeah. of what they've brought to the table, you know, with, uh, with uh, their presence here. Yeah, for sure. Well, mine, mine's very simple. I met a young lady, Liz Rice. Uh, <laughs> sorry to, to no, point you're her good. out. But, you're good. Um, it's something special about that little lady. And, and the fun part for me, I've known um, a, a lot of the old guard that's here. Yeah. Forgive me, ladies, but... Um, <laughs> the OGs, they go the by. The OGs, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. I'll, no, I'll use good. the acronym next time. <laughs> um, but, but to watch them impart some of their knowledge. Um, Chris and I were, were very fortunate to shift gears for a second. Um, with Canada and Italy being out, but yet still in town, hey, we'd like to play a friendly, you know, a, yeah. an outside of the tournament event. Um, so we were able to take, if they're the OGs, what are the youngsters? They youngsters? NGs. New guys? I, <laughs> gotcha. I don't even know New all gals, this. forgive me. <laughs> um, but to take four or five of those young ladies over there and um, give a little bit of, of me to them, was very exciting. The The best part about it is it's been a long time since I've, I've been able to not only find somebody to listen to me, but listen intently and apply. Um, that's, that's a thing that's missing right now, in my opinion. Uh, so it has given me a resurgence in uh, our industry and, and what's coming forward. So I, that's exciting. Um, you know, strengthen the relationships with the people you know, build the, the new relationships, and hopefully uh, share some of what we have inside of us and do daily with the new regime. Absolutely. And they they love you guys. You guys are some of the best guys they've ever worked with, and you guys take care of them so well and uh, let them do their thing, you know. That's the, that's the big thing that I've, like, talking to them, obviously, for, like, 15 hours now. <laughs> uh it's just a day at the office for them, you know? Right. And being able to just take that to the next stage and be able to showcase their abilities and everything, it's just been incredible to watch, you know? Oh, it's a foul ball. Watch out. <laughs> um, is there anything that you guys could see in the future with this event, maybe continuing on or trying different locations or anything like that when it comes to the all-female grounds crew? Um, you know, I mean, it, it's hard to say where this event's going to go. It's, it's just grown by two teams this year. Um, I mean, you know, I don't know if there's the potential for it to continue growth. If there, um, you know, that's all Little League International's call. But um, but the the female grounds crew, um, I, I think as long as uh, 
they're willing to come. We, we are certainly willing to have them. I yeah. mean, that was, you know, and, and I think a lot of the credit, or really all of the credit needs to go to Chris Ball for making that happen. It's not it's not something that I'm smart enough to have th- thought of on my own. And um, But Chris just said something in our initial or, or initial planning meetings for this year's World Series is something he wanted to do, and it just and every week, every time we had a meeting, he'd, he'd bring up you know an update on where it was at, and we just kind of uh, thought of it as an afterthought. But we didn't realize what a dominating presence they were going to have, and what a great dominating presence they've had. And so, I mean, Chris deserves a lot of the credit, you know, for what's happened here this week with, with the female grounds crew. Yeah, and those those relationships are so important. You've, you've got Son, you've got Sarah, you've got all the the ladies that have taken part, Amy. It, it's what I've gotten out of it um, and, and where I think it's going to go uh, is up to the involvement. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would challenge every one of the young ladies that are here on this crew uh, to get out there and get internships to... Uh, we actually, <laughs> on the podcast, Megan got an internship with Leo. It's awesome. <laughs> that was funny. It's awesome. That's Sorry, how, didn't mean to interrupt. No, but that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, and, and I've been hitting hard on that. Um, back to the, the friendly game over at ECU. Uh, out of nowhere, right, a request comes out. Obviously, we can't host it here. Yeah. Let's call the university not a half mile down the street and see... Hey, no, we're we're doing fine. So so Joey calls Butter, and Butter says, "Well, let me let me see, see if it's if it's real or not." And and then Butter and I go over there and assess it. We had had unbelievable amount of rain the night before. Joey's it's an afterthought for Joey because he hasn't started preparing for softball yet. So we go over there, we open it up, we come back, we get four or five young ladies, we go over and to to watch. I, I'm going to mention Liz again, but to watch her smile from ear to ear and be able to try things and, and like I said, absorb and soak up all of those things, I hope that we have created a lasting memory with not only her but the rest of the young ladies and that catches fire and instead of having, uh, I think we have 15 or 16 at, at one point, Having 20, 25, we need a bigger trailer, Brian, is, is that fair? Um, I don't know if that requires fundraising or whatnot, but uh, uh, it gets kind of tied in there at some points. But um, it, to, to me, it's about much like what you have created in the school. Um, I think we need to catch these young individuals, whether it's male or female, in that sixth seventh eighth grade whether it's biology or chemistry or um there's a i've always i've always talked about my job as a a culmination of all the sciences Mm -hmm. so if you have a young individual that that is going that direction uh, maybe i don't want to become a doctor maybe i don't want to be in school for six or eight or ten years or whatever that looks (laughs) like uh if they have an affinity for science I think this is a perfect outlet for those young individuals and, and catching them early. And I mean, for Pete's sake, Liz is 16 years old yeah. and I would put her, if I were still in Greensboro, if I were anywhere, I would put Liz on my crew immediately yeah. uh, for Leah to offer an internship on the podcast. It, it's That's how it works. Yeah. It's developing relationships. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more on the... the the impact of a relationship on a crew, on how things are done, how you can get more people involved. 
Uh, I mean, that's really sort of the mission of the program is just bringing awareness to what who we are and what we're doing and the opportunity. And I can tell you this, they all loved ECU with you guys. That Perfect. was it's been the highlight of their trip. Good. Uh, they were talking about it earlier, and it's the fact that you guys gave them the opportunity to have those, like, paint the foul line and do the things that, again, a lot of the professionals are doing here. So, like, they, it is a memory that will last forever. Well, one thing I did challenge all of them with is what you're trying with here that you – it's okay to make a mistake. Yeah. We all make them. That's how we learn. 100%. Go ahead and make all of them right now, yeah. but let's get back to Elm Street and be, <laughs> and be assertive. Yep. Right? For sure. Put a push, <laughs> air quotes in, involved there, push them out of the way and say, I would like my shot. Let me do a little bit. I haven't quite seen it yet, but we've still got, what, two or three games left. So Yeah. Um, they push me off the bases. I don't. I don't even touch the bases anymore. Well, another, and I know that bothers you. Thing. I know that bothers you, but uh, you've got to be okay with it. And that—that's part of the secret of how I like to manage and teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, if 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 we are going to do it all the time and they're just going to watch, you can't learn from that. I well, back up. I can only speak for myself. But my mom told me, "Hey, son, that yeah. stove is hot," and I touched it. I learned. Yep. That's I. I am that type of time learner. Over. Yeah. Um, and I. I think we do a disservice sometimes when we say, as a mentor, just watch me for a little bit, yeah. see how I do it. I, I've always liked to say, you know, learn it my way and then develop your own. Yeah. Um, but at some point, it's okay to just get out of the way and let it happen. Too. Yeah. I honestly, I think that's probably one of the most underrated things about a person that's in charge or a boss or an employer is the teaching and the way about doing things you know there are a lot of people that just assume kids that are coming in know what they're doing and like okay yeah you can do it. just go do it and then they get angry because it's not done right and then they don't actually teach them or anything uh and then you have those again like you show them how they do it see how this goes and then Again, adapt to what's your thing, you know. Well, let, let me be honest for a second. I've only started doing that as of late. No, no. <laughs> I've, I, uh, there, there's a, a phrase that we use in my family. I use it more than anybody, but there's a right way, a wrong way, and a hollow way. Uh, and, typically, nice. and, and typically, that hollow way is, is my way, yeah, and it's yeah, going yeah. to be faster That's than awesome. yours. So let me do it, and uh, I'll we can we can all sit back and relax if you let me do it. Uh, so I, I'm not excellent at that, but I'm trying to practice what I preach more now. Absolutely. Um, a little bit back towards the ballpark and everything. What is the normal like schedule when it comes to like things that you're doing outside of the League World Series? Obviously, you have this incredible venue for so many different things that you can do with uh, youth sports and everything. What is it like for you, sort of an annual basis, like getting ready and... <laughs> how many how many games did you play this year prior to this tournament? We were probably somewhere around 190. Oh come oh, on, it was it's more than that. It's, it, well, you know, that's that's probably about what it yeah, was. Two hundred's a good number. Yeah, two hundred's a good. That is number. a lot. Yeah, we know we go. We're over over two hundred. God bless so. you. That yeah. is crazy. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And then following this, it doesn't slow down. I was gonna say. Yeah, we we played. I mean, we'll. we'll Last year we played 38 fall baseball games here, so that um, and that was on the new field. Um, so and uh, we we played on it. Um, 
uh, 23 days after the championship game, you know, and it was and it played really nice. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't any problems. That's awesome. You know, so we were proud of that. That's you know. awesome. Now, who's is it? Just you running everything, or is there? What's your crew comprised of? It's mostly me. I mean, you know, I mean, my typical day during the season is is um, is I mean, I've got to take care of concession stands and stuff like that too. And we have two different parks, but I, I don't, the only place I really work on the field is here. But but my goal each day is to have the uh, field mowed by noontime, and then lunchtime, and then between one and three is watering and lining and then setting up for BP because we do take BP on the field here too and set up set up for, <laughs> I'm sorry set, I, I might take Whoa. my headphones off no, but set, uh, setting up for BP here is um, this is a major league field we, we got here we do we do three, two three by seven mats to cover the batter's box because I myself cannot lift one of those big huge yeah. home plate mats that, that are really nice to have yeah. but I can't lift it and so um, I can't, I can't when they're new. If I had a new one every day, I could lift it. Yeah. But when they're yeah, when they, yeah. they start picking up some weight, I can't lift them anymore. No, I got you. And then we put a turf protector in front of the mound. And then um, we do practice during our practice season. We actually have side, uh, football sideline protectors that protect the sidelines. And we put a little trapezoid um, hitting thing out in front and this all is, that kind of stuff. This is major so, league. So, yes, it is. So uh, major so, little league. Because um, yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so we, we have all that going on every day, and then at night we uh, we put it back put it back together when it's done. We have two games on it every night, and um, I usually don't do the mid game the, the 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 drag before the second game because I, I have to supervise little league action at the yeah. other park, and so but our, we've taught our uh, our scorekeeper and his son um, what needs to be done, yeah. and, and they do it. That's and, awesome. And uh, we don't put lines down or anything. We just we give a little drag between first and third. Gotcha. Give the mound a little love. The batter's box is a little love. It's mostly just cosmetic stuff. And yeah. then we play. You know, and so um, so I'm, I'm really grateful that, that they're willing to do that. And then at the end of the night, we put it back together, about 45 minutes or so. And then we just do it all over again the next day. Labor of love. <laughs> it really that is, is, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, Jake, obviously you and Chris are really close for a very long time, uh, and it's been great getting to know you guys these past couple days. Uh, you can just tell, again, with the world of turf and everything you guys do, it's just love all around, and it's just it's awesome to see. Um, what what has your career sort of been like uh, to this point where you're in carry? Um, you, I don't know if you worked with Chris before or not at a job or not but like we we haven't and i don't think we do very well together <laughs> uh we we do joke that at some point um we'll be co uh head uh sports field managers for the milwaukee brewers but we're all getting a little bit longer in the tooth so we'll call we, ryan woodley up and say hey they're taking the job yeah <laughs> just go on vacation for a little bit take um, a couple years you good but um we we this is probably the only thing we've really um, had a culmination on. Uh, what was cool, they all run together, but I think it was yesterday, Friday, uh, we were both on a mower in the outfield. Uh, <laughs> so that was documented. We had yep. some good pictures of that. Um, I will tell you that I, I left some holidays, some misses out there, and he had to clean up after me. But uh, <laughs> that's not typically how it goes. But I will tell you that um, he won't admit to this, but I taught him everything he knows. Uh, that's was, amazing well that's almost awesome. he's learned a lot after but uh no it, it's butter took me uh under his wing with his family um 
Lee and Nancy uh, have embraced me, his parents. Um, it, it's a it's a family reunion. Anytime we get back together, yeah. Um, but it, it, to to be honest, we've we we've always worked together because it's always a phone call away. Yeah. Uh, whether it's my problem or his problem, uh, it's our problem. Uh, and I told a story earlier today where it seemed like every year he would call me and say, "Hey, the the." the, the pitching or the um, circle right what's the radius I know the distance on the radius of the circle but do I start at the front of the rubber or, or six inches in front or is it ten man I can never remember <laughs> where the middle of the mound is yeah um, but I, I he knew the answer I knew the answer yeah but it was a good excuse to talk um, now we don't have to worry about those excuses we yeah. we, uh, we can call each other at any moment but no we're we're best friends um, to the point that I consider uh, him, my little brother. Uh, yeah. I think he considers me a brother as well. But um, you know, it's it's this has been a lot of fun to watch him. I'm not gonna say struggle in. It's a lot of work. Um, the the beauty of it and and having the the ladies uh, be a part of it as well mm-hmm. has has really helped him. I believe. Uh, son has been unbelievable. Amy and her, you know, the way she can organize information. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the spreadsheets, but I want to. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it, and I've asked him for the past three or four days, you know, how you doing? Is it less stressful? It, it's never less stressful because yeah. it's a labor of love. It's a passion. Yeah. You're, you're vested. You're in it. And you're not going to get out of it. Um, but to pass the proverbial torch a little bit. Yeah. It's been difficult. Um, Matt Kirkman was here earlier, and uh, he and I were talking earlier in the week, and he and I were talking, and, um, you know, it's the Talladega Nights, you know, what do you, I don't know what to do with my hands right now, <laughs> and I just keep creeping up. Yeah. Um, but, hey, we're, it's y'all's, the, the, you do it, and we're here, what can we do to help? So, um, it's been fun to watch Butter step back, Chris step back a little yeah. bit, and and let things happen. Man, that's awesome. It, it it's hard to do when you do all the work usually, and now it's kind of like I, I've been telling you the whole time. It's like I feel like a total ass for not going and helping with right, stuff, but at right. the same time, like I shouldn't really be out there because that's not what it's about, you know. Um, but yeah, um, you both sort of talked about labor of love. Um, what is it about turf for you guys that it's just you're willing to make a major league field out of a little league stadium, you know, like everything you do. What is it that really has brought you to the turf industry and sports field management industry as a whole? It's your house, so you, you answer this one. I've got, I've got my stock answer for it, and yeah. it's, it's heartfelt, but I want to yeah, do this it, one. It, you know, it's... It, it, it's addicting, and um, you know, and I go back to 1999 um, when, 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 when Chris and the guys left town after they fixed up the field after Hurricane Floyd. You know, when he said, Chris said to me, he looked me right in the eye and said, uh, "We, uh, you know, we expect now that you'll keep this field up the way we've left it." And um, and I remember thinking to myself, "What have we gotten ourselves into?" <laughs> 
we didn't have, we didn't have any like equipment. Yeah, we, we didn't have any equipment. We didn't have any of that stuff that we needed. And um, and I, and I remember it was the first uh, when we got to opening day the next year. It was really a big celebration because it was our 50th year of Little League baseball. For one thing, we didn't have bleachers behind home plate mm-hmm. as of yet because they'd still been we still haven't been replaced from Hurricane Floyd. Yeah. But um, one of the uh, the wives of one of really one of the leading citizens in our community made the comment to me that um, that she had never seen Elm Street look so beautiful, you know, and and um, and I remember thinking, wow, I says, you know, that's really neat that she said that because she's lived here for a long time and so on and so forth. And, um, and from that point, I mean, you know, just a couple things that, that, you know, that we like to do is, is, one, is do the best we can to make it so that when somebody shows up here for the first time, mm-hmm. there's a wow factor. I mean, yeah. and sometimes there's not, you know, I, I, mean, I, I get it. definitely was there know, when I showed up. But, but we, but, you know, and, 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 I, and we try to do that all year round. I mean, sometimes we're in the middle of stuff, you know, we veg this out, and, you know, and you got this here, and it doesn't look quite as good. But an, another thing that, that, that I like to do, and, and I like to create create um, kind of artificial milestone days um, that, um, that people, where, where people may come and see the field and, um, and just go, wow. I mean, like, it's a big deal to me that this field looks like it's ready to go for opening day on Thanksgiving Day. Because I know a lot of our kids that used to play here are going to come and they're going to look at it. And it's the same thing with Christmas. You know, is it, I mean, I want the field to look absolutely immaculate on Christmas Eve, that. Christmas Day, because they're going because I know they're going to come back and look at it. And I think, that's you know, cool. when you go back and see your old ball field and yeah. you see it looking like Yankee Stadium, yeah. that's pretty cool. You know, so that's, um, you know, that, that's what keeps me going, you know, especially in the off season. So, so, so for me to answer, uh, it's the creating of memories. Um, that's that's my line. Go ahead. Don't well, that, yeah. but, it, but it really is. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's my memory. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's yours. It, it's the creating of memories. Um, the young lady in defeat last night came back, asked one of the ladies on the on the crew, hey, can I have a handful? But, yeah, not a problem. I had a cup. She went over there, threw a little bit of dirt in it. What, what people don't realize not that that's going to be the greatest moment of that young person's life, but it's going to be one that she will remember for the rest of her life. Absolutely. That, are you kidding me? Yeah. That, if you can't be a part of that, if you can't get, uh, whether it's emotional or excited or whatever it may be, about that kind of zeal for yeah. something, then you need to go talk to somebody. No, I, that it really is. And I mean, the memories that have been made on all fronts here is unparalleled. But know? then to couple on what, what Brian was saying with the Christmas and the Thanksgiving, those memories that were created 10, 15 years ago are lived immediately as soon as, hey, we're, honey, right? We, we moved out of town, we got married, we've got a couple of kids, we're going to my parents for Thanksgiving, hey, we're gonna swing by Elm Street on the way into the house, right? Because they want, they want to, I hate to say relive that memory a little bit, but it is. It's And, and those are the feel-good things. And like I said, it doesn't matter if it's a win or a loss. Yeah. I played in the city championship and went three for four and blah, 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 blah. That's what it's about. Got and that's what's so special about not only 
this place, but our industry, the things we do, the things we don't do, yeah. that's important. To One, 10 million percent. But I mean, it. I that's like one of the greatest things about, again, being a part of the industry. It doesn't matter what level you're at. Obviously, we're here at Little League World Series, you know. There are so many kids out there that play sports on a field. And the number of fields, no one actually truly knows because it's infinite how many rec leagues there are. Going to a professional sport sporting event, it's not just about the players, but when you walk in and you see the field, everyone remembers, like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. Like, this is just unheard of, you know, and it's it's something that I always really enjoyed, and uh, Memories is literally the perfect answer for that, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so we wrap it up on this question. Uh, obviously, with I hope people are okay. <laughs> uh, we have kids that are about to start a career or head into the turf industry, and what would be your best words of advice for them? Um, just sort of taking that next step, maybe starting a job or going into a college program or anything that's related to sort of moving on. Yeah, I mean, I, I would defer to Jake on that because <laughs> he, he is, he's the pro. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best, but, he, but he's uh, the pro. You're it's, a pro if you're doing all the I'm stuff trying. for your yeah. <laughs> little league field, you know. That's that's a. It, it's tough because I mean I could probably talk for another thirty minutes just on that one question. We've got time. Well, it, it there are numerous things. Yeah. Um, the the biggest one for me is you'll learn quickly. So for me, my my. Um, resume is is basically all baseball mm-hmm. um, I think baseball working in minor league baseball is is very difficult uh, you learn if you love it or you hate it very quickly yes you do <laughs> uh, but what I'm what I'm starting to figure out is it's okay to do multiple sports it's okay to to check golf to check those boxes right but please don't make a quick decision until you have found your passion. If you're not passionate about it, I come into work every day and I smile, right? Whether it's the smell of cutting grass or actually grass has a smell, dragging dirt has a smell, uh, having it under your, your fingernails, all of those yeah. things, if you, if you don't like that, okay, let me try something else. Don't succumb to something just because that's what you're supposed to do. You don't know what you're supposed to do until you fall in love with it. And once you do, you'll know it. So um, it, it's a it's a difficult thing to, to answer, but um, it, it's about passion. If you're not passionate about it, you're not going to love it. If you don't love it, you're not going to want to go in every day. If you don't want to go in every day, uh, you're going to be miserable. Yeah, that's not a way to live. So, absolutely. Well, this was incredible. I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time. Phenomenal work on everything on all fronts. Congratulations on it. Again, brain everything an incredible, incredible World Series. So, thank you. Thank you guys for having me too. Thanks I really appreciate it. I'm gonna thank you for teaching and forming some of the new minds that are out there. That's very important. And I wish you success nationally, so that we can we can get some pe- more young people involved. 
I appreciate that. I have a meeting on Tuesday uh, with, I think there's now seven uh, Texas ag teachers that are trying to start turf programs. So Blow we're, it up. we're working on it. So. Blow it up. Thanks again.